hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Archives for episode 25. Oh my god, we're a quarter oh of a century. God. 25. Uh, got some big numbers. Quarter of a century, guys. Nice quarter, work. Quarter of a century. Um, <laughs> that's how they record podcast episodes. Uh, my name's Owen. I'm the Dungeon Master for our campaign, The Tyranny of Dragons. However, this campaign is all about the players, who will introduce themselves and their characters right now, starting with Claire. Hi guys, my name is Claire, I'm playing Mira, Dragonborn Sorcerer, half red, half silver dragon. Um, yeah, she's a little keen bean, uh, ready for some political intrigue tonight. Actually, her jam. Ooh, very nice. Hey guys, I'm Andrew, I'm playing Azua Lightheart, our resident protector Asmir monk. Um, just, you know, our, our standard good guy, loves a bit of ass kicking, but uh, very excited for his political intrigue. Never really undertaken uh, espionage at that level, so we'll see how it goes. You're too Just, pure for politics. I was going to say, the, yeah. last, um, the last time you undertook political espionage, you immediately said Mira's real right. name. So. <laughs> so it can't go wrong, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's You've all learned. I'm hearing, is it You've can't learned. go wrong. 100%. <laughs> all right, awesome. Um... Well, I'm Jared Guys. I'm playing the character of uh, Jin, who's our resident um, changeling, uh, man of many faces. Um, I was away last week. I had I was I had work, um, so I couldn't come in and unfortunately uh, play with these guys. But um, you know, I'm sure they've gotten to up to a lot of shenanigans. Um, so, actually, no, you guys did a one shot. So, we actually not much really went down in the course of things, but I'm really ready to kick it off tonight. And um, yeah, see how it goes. I'll uh, pass it over to Michael. I'm Michael, playing Slurry Fleetwood, the uh, tabaxi monk who has just followed the path and found himself here and is trying to make sense of the situation. <laughs> so apparently he's a spy now, which I think intrigues him a little. So yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, you guys have sort of become masters, well, not masters of all trades, jack of all trades, I'd say. Um, <laughs> yeah, so thanks everybody who's been um, hitting up for the Half-Life 2 streams. It's been lots of fun. Over the next couple of days, all of the Half-Life 1 streams will be up on YouTube. Um, I know Twitch only keeps them for a couple of, uh, I think it's like a couple of weeks, 30 days or so. So they'll all be up on YouTube if you guys want to go back and watch um, Half-Life Black Mesa. Half-Life 2, I'm well underway. Just finished the level Water Hazard, which um, if any of you are familiar, is a great, great, great fun level. Um, sort of getting deep into the into the story now, which is fantastic. Um, I am hoping to do a Baldur's Gate 3 stream in the future. See if anyone's keen to join me on that one, which is um, basically uh, Dungeons & Dragons, but as a computer game. Um, yeah, I'm see if I can recruit some people. I know that Harley's pretty keen to jump in on that one. Jared, I know you're keen, but your I think your technology is holding PC, you back. Right? I don't think it's going to be good enough. That's uh, all right. My graphics then. card's a bit too old. We'll have to upgrade your graphics card. So donate now to upgrade Jared's graphics card. <laughs> no, you guys have to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's that's all for me. It's just been a been a nice sort of quiet um, quiet little stream the past couple of days. We'll be I'll be doing a lot more over the next over the next few evenings. Um, so yeah, you'll see me active for things like that. So thanks everybody who's been listening to the podcast and to the um, YouTube series, and for those of you who've been jumping on for the live streams. That's all the news from me. Nice sort of easy quiet uh, one from me. Anyone else got any fun, exciting news to share? Well, not fun and exciting. I'm no. just a little update. Uh, I've been sick this week with the flu, so. Uh, I might come across as a little nasally in the 
in the session. So just a little bit of a tidbit for anyone listening. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's just a little bit of news. Um, hopefully next week, now that we're starting to get back in the swing of things, I think I might start getting my webcam up and running again and all that. Fantastic, but, um, yeah. I've been sort of a bit lonely here. I look like the, the only one in so. focus. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I'll get that going next week. Awesome. Um, the only other thing I've got is a quick little promo. Um, anyone who has been enjoying our podcast, you guys should definitely go and check out of Dice and DMs. Um, I'll put the link in the description. It's a really, really cool Dungeons and Dragons podcast. There's a couple of different associated podcasts with them. Um, one of them, they look at uh, players and have a chat with players and do interviews, which is, I don't know if you guys might remember, but that was the one that I did an interview for a couple of months back. Um, they've got a, uh, an actual sort of long play podcast called of Dice and DM. So I do recommend checking that guy, uh, checking that out as well if you get a chance. Um, but cool, let's jump back into the adventure. So our journey has been following the escapades of the Tempest Adventuring Guild from the League of Adventurers based in the Merchant City of Oxenfurt. Mira, Azua, Illyrian and Talari have successfully infiltrated the ranks of the cult by killing and impersonating one of their leaders. After travelling through an ancient portal device hidden below Castle Nuritar, the group arrived on a snow-covered mountainside. Seeking refuge from the weather at a nearby hunting lodge, the party met with Talus, a leader amongst the cult, who was salty about being passed over for a recent promotion. Talus offered the party information to be used to kill her political rival in the cult in return for a white dragon mask currently being held by this rival, um, Varum, in the belief that Jin was actually born grey the leader of the cult that he's currently impersonating. The party accepted and learnt that the cult were operating out of Skyreach Castle, an ancient flying castle once belonging to cloud giants, now parked just outside of Parnest, a village nestled in the mountains. The party decided to first take a rest, heading back to Castle Nuritar and using Borngrave's study as a rest stop. After Jin disguised as Borngrave and Wiltix were called away to assist the castle occupants with a deadly insurrection led by some bullywugs, Mira, Azua, and Talari travel back to the hunting lodge to prepare for the journey to Parnest and on to Skyreach. On arrival, though, Talus informed the group that unfortunately their guide had gone missing during heavy snowfall the night before, and tasked these three adventurers with locating him. After investigating some strange frost patterns on a hunting snare, the trio were able to deduce that the guide had wandered out across a frozen lake. After trekking to the centre, the group found his frozen corpse beneath the ice. However, in their attempts to retrieve it, the party awoke three ice spirits which quickly attacked. After a harrowing fight, the group were victorious and began the trek back across the ice to the hunting lodge. And we will start with the three of you, uh, Mira, Talari, and Azua, as you guys make your way back across the frozen wastes. Um, basically, this giant ice expanse, this once, um, well, this now frozen lake, which is easily two or three kilometers wide, Um, As you begin trekking back, the ice now frozen over enough for you to make your way safely across. Uh, You can hear the occasional crack as you move, the sort of the strange echoing noises of ice shifting, but the ice seems steady enough. Before too long, you arrive at the tree line and begin making your way back up the embankment. After five or ten minutes of walking through the snow, you see the familiar sight of the walls of the hunting lodge uh, and the familiar sight of a giant four-armed troll shoveling snow out the front. In your time away, it seems like Trepson has been able to shovel quite a large amount of the snow beyond the walls, uh, working to actually partly conceal the walls themselves. Now only the top sort of five feet or so is visible. And as you come tromping into the yard, he sort of pauses, raises a shovel threateningly, and then seems to recognize who you are and goes back to digging the snow. 
what would you guys like to do? Uh, you are currently, I should say, just in the courtyard here, heading towards the main doors. Um, well, we probably should uh, tell Talus about her uh, her head ranger. So, I might head in and seek an audience. Absolutely, yeah. For her to know, her head ranger is encased under the ice. Yeah, as you're yes, heading through uh, the main doors. Oh, sorry, yeah. Uh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, sadly, it's, uh, his story did not end well. No, it did not. Yeah, as you're heading through the main doors, you remember that um, Talos has a study off towards the southeast, uh, sorry, southwest, um, which you guys went into before. Uh, and as she sort of hears you coming in, a head pokes out from behind the door. Hello? Oh, yeah, so we're right there. Wow, you are right there. Well, you better come on in. And she leads you all into the study. Perfect. I'll bring you all in. There we go. Right, well, I can see Devard is not with you, which would indicate to me that he is not alive. Very dead. Or, oh, right. I was going to uh, say that you were unsuccessful. Hmm. Unfortunately, your greatness. Uh, he met an unfortunate end under the ice. Uh, I think well, he was lured away by ghost spirits. Ghost spirits as in the ghosts of spirits aren't spirits ghosts already is it well, like a double ghost? ghost spirits out oh, there well they are yes i suppose they are double ghosts double ghosts jesus this place is sorry by uh by tiamat this place is just the worst double ghosts now i can't wait to get my mask and move up this is absolutely the pits ah uh, we we're, we're sorry that we couldn't uh find him alive but uh, we uh, send our condolences. That's okay. That's fine. Look, I guess we'll have to find another way for you to make your way to the city, uh, uh, to the village of Parnest and to Skyreach Castle. Now, while you are away, one of your companions has deigned to join us. And we are going to jump over to Jin. So, Jin, while all this was going on, I'll just bring you across to the map where you would be, which is Castle Niritar. So, Jin, while while all these guys were doing all of their crazy ice spirit stuff, um, yep. you were called away. There we go. Just bring you guys over. You were called away by one of the guards who led you into the main um, open area of the courtyard, where a number of bullywugs were rushing and attacking lizard folk. Um, absolutely, oh just going for it. It looks like there is some sort of crazy all-out civil war going on right now. Um, the cries that you hear from the bullywugs as you enter, sorry, probably would be a little bit further back here. The cries that you hear from the bullywugs as you enter um, is shit like, um, oh, drain the swamp, get rid of the lizards, no reptiles in office, stuff like that. Um, and they're, they're just full on attacking each other. Um, Wiltix is with you, and as the guard pauses and looks over at you and then looks back at the lizards and frogs going for it, he goes, right, so um, I'm hoping you know what to do. Sir, how, how, how do we deal with this? <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting this. Um, okay, so, as Born Grey, I'll, uh, I'll stand there and I'll sort of take in the situation. So, what, what 
Is there, like, what side looks like it's got the upper hand at the moment? Uh, at the moment, it looks like the lizards are putting up a slightly better fight than the frogs. But what you do notice um, is as the frogs start to lose members, emerging from a side antechamber, uh, more of the bullywugs basically come rushing out with these shitty wooden clubs and spears and rush the, the lizards. Oh my god. Um, and begin, like, powering over, trying to over- overwhelm them just with sheer numbers. What they what they lack in skill and actual combat prowess, they make up for in numbers. Yep. Okay. It's like the anti three hundred. Um, <laughs> okay. So, from looking at Born Grey standpoint, like, obviously I'm not Born Grey. Hmm. Um, but from being in the castle for as long as I have, would I value the lizard men over the Bollywogs or vice versa? Ooh. Like, that's um. That's really up like, to you. I'd, I'd say yeah, that your yeah. impressions of Born Grey are... Because um, you did have a couple of conversations with him. Can you make me an insight check? All right, let's do it. Sixteen? Sixteen. Yes, so your insights from Born Grey was that he used the resources available to him and he hated wastage and unnecessary... Um, wastage resources so you suspect probably he would not approve of the current civil war he would want to try and find a way to maintain harmony and therefore strengthen numbers by having both sides still active but it's up to you which side you favor and whether you want to bother going for that because that's going to be a bit of a ball ache yeah um just trying just having a quick look at my spells Okay, so apparently I can use Minor Illusion to create a sound. Mm, absolutely. If you create a sound, its volume can range from a whisper to a scream. Mm. It can be your voice. Um, so I'm going to do more like, not a scream, but like a booming shout of Born Grey's voice going... Um, I'm not going to say it like like in like, like roleplay because it's just going to be way too loud. Okay. But it's along the lines of um, cease this... Um, conflict otherwise harsh reprimands would fall will fall uh, upon all of you make me an intimidation or persuasion check I, I think probably leaning more towards intimidation yeah right. I'd, I'd say that's gonna more yeah intimidation I rolled 14. a 7 but it's plus 7 so yeah, 14 nice. that's a you got some nice charisma there um, yeah look my persuasion actually I should have done that that's plus 10 <laughs> that's all good um as the you as you call I out think was better <laughs> uh, yeah Sorry. It, right. inti- no intimidation makes a lot of sense and, and i think that makes a lot more sense as you as you call out this threat basically like cease and desist or i shall come down upon you um feel the wrath of the greyborn um you do see a number of the bullywugs and lizards pause like one of the lizards has a spear through a bullywug and he like pauses with the spear partially raised and the bullywug very slowly begins sliding down the spear going ow 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 um and what i'm gonna do is as well yeah. while that's happening and they, they look at me um that's when i will create with i'm just gonna do present dissertation um i'm gonna create like a just like it says i can create an instantaneous harmless sensory effect yes. so just behind me i'm gonna make it seem like i don't know if i can do it like but you know gandalf when he um 
was talking to Bilbo about the ring, and then he like sort of Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> yeah, he does sort, of, and then like, the room starts like the darkening. Yeah, yeah, like the light is sort of snuffed out, and then like it's just like I, I just want to try and cast like as menacing as like. So when they look at me, like I'm looking very menacing. That's what I'm trying to go for with presentation. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'd say you can roll an additional intimidation check, and we're going to take it with advantage with the addition of that. So oh, roll, okay. just roll a second so... intimidation check. Um, okay. And we'll, if it's higher, we'll at twenty six. There is, yeah, that was worth doing. There is a freeze. Like, no one moves. Wiltix next to you under his breath goes, "Damn." Um, <laughs> The, the the lizard that's holding the bullywug up on his spear, basically, like, impaled, uh, drops the spear. He, Ow! As the bullywug falls on the ground. And then very sheepishly, almost like children being told off, they immediately turn away and start heading back towards their dormitories. <laughs> as if you've just sent them to their room. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. As there's this, this moment of very awkward silence, and then all parties sort of look at each other and go... Yeah, no, da- Dad's here. Like, <laughs> have to stop fighting. <laughs> dad's here. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. No, no apologies. No, like, I'm sorry. You're okay. You're fine. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. Fine. It's just, just he- quiet, and then they all head back towards their various locations, not saying anything very awkwardly. <laughs> um, and as they, as they sort of head out of sight, the guard turns around, uh, clocks you with a stare, and goes, "Well, that, that was." That's a new tactic you're trying. Fuck, that was intense. Could you, could you do that? <laughs> Why are you only doing this now, sir? Like, sorry, no disrespect, but that we've had problems with these fucks for the last two months. What, what are you doing, <laughs> sir? Why didn't you I try just, to do that earlier? I, as he says this to me, I look at him and I give him a cold stare. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sorry. And he <laughs> runs off as well. <laughs> um, okay, so as he as he runs off, I sort of. I sort of take a breath. I, I I sort of just like calm myself down a little bit, just relax, you know. After doing all that intense stuff, I um I look at Wiltix and I'll um I'll just say, right, um, I think it's time to join the others. Yeah, um, about that, I've um I've actually got some business of my own I need to attend to. Um, do you mind if I catch up with you later? No, that is. There's more than five. Uh, actually, what's yeah, your we'll, passive perception, Jin? Um, uh, passive perception is actually 16. <laughs> okay. Uh, you do hear this, then. Um, yeah. You do hear, very faintly on the wind, Ooh, the sound of a wolf howl far, far in the distance. You only just catch it with your hearing. Okay. I'll just... Okay. I'll, I'll write, I will write that down. Yeah, I, I've, I've just got something else I need to I need to deal with right now. If that's okay, I'll, I'll I'll meet up with you guys later. I can always follow your scent. Uh, no, that's all. That's fine. No problem at all. We'll um, we'll talk to you later. Yeah, we'll rendezvous some someplace somewhere else. So good luck, and hopefully I'll see you. Parnast, was it we're headed to? Yes, I think so. Perfect, well, once right, we're right. in the once we're in the castle, I think the flying one it will be quite hard to find you. Oh, you, you'd be surprised. I've got some tricks up my sleeve. They're short sleeves, but I've got I've got tricks up them. Quite right. Very short sleeves. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> and then he playfully punches you on the shoulder and then begins walking away. All right. Um. So last time, 
we had our last session or mm. the one I was at I told my second in command or whoever that person was outside my door that I would be well born grade be going off to do some errands yes that's correct so he that's to explain his absence away from the castle once yeah. I not be born grey anymore to be and I think I told um uh, Alice Alice the White yes you'd be a yep. I think it was a dragonborn wasn't it yes mm-hmm. Ro- Rogar Crimson Scale Rogar Crimson Scale that's right yep so that's going to be my born grey's contact or sort of in charge I guess of like of that mission fantastic so um, I guess I'll go back into my office. Actually, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I'll go back into my office. Do I have that guard still standing out here? No, no, they they rushed off when the uh, insurrection began. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna go in my office. Is there anything like in the office for Born Grey, like like a insignia or something, or or like any like? There's his seal. To... Um, his seal that yes. he uses to seal uh, litters in wax, hot wax. His seal would be there. I'll take his seal. Yeah. Um, so it's a just... stylized uh, letter B through a letter G. Um, uh, yep. Just sort of one above the other and in a bit of a diagonal. Okay. Well, then I'm going to change now into Rogar, Crimson Scale. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my disguise kit to make my appearance look a little different. Um I, I do wear a breastplate, um, so I will just wear that underneath my clothes. I'll have Rogar. Like, how tall was Born Grey? Uh, Born Grey was sort of six foot one. Well, Rogar's going to be exactly the same. Yeah, fantastic. That <laughs> um, makes sense. Keep, similar, it, keep it simple. Similar body type, so that I can fit. Because yeah, because I can flip. Like, because I think Jin himself is around that uh height as uh, that height as well yeah that's yeah um, i believe that is correct yeah but it, i'm gonna make yeah i'm just gonna make Rogar's guy's arms look a little bigger because mm-hmm. it changed and can do that um just make him look a little bit more solid because i'm going to i'm trying to give like away like a sort of paladin sort of vibe yeah absolutely but he's going to be wearing like so with the with the disguise kit though i'm going to be wearing like nice flowing like royal royalty sort not royalty but like fine robes Yes. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. You you take a few moments, maybe five ten minutes, to perfect your disguise, and then feel you are ready and prepared to head out. Cool. Um. So yeah, I'll I'll leave I'll leave. So Born Grey is now off on his errands, like he said he was going to do to that uh, other servant. I'm going to go down through as Rogar now. I'm going to go through the Bollywogs, go downstairs, go through the portal i have the insignia there so if anyone pulls me up I'll, I'll use that to sort of you know sort of say that i'm on official business for um born gray as you head into the catacombs below the bullywugs are gone the catacombs are deserted oh. it looks like that the insurrection called away a number of troops um and it's, it's no empty you have no you do not interact with another living soul as you pass through um cool. and before too long yeah, uh, and before too long, you arrive at um, at the hunting lodge. As you approach um, and get to the front door, you see a large troll with four arms shoveling snow. Um, as you as you sort of come up towards the gate, he looks towards you and goes, "No trespassers! Get the fuck out of here!" 
Um, and as he sort of goes to threaten you with a shovel, Talus leans out the window in the study and goes, No, Chepsim, fuck's sake. This is the Dragonborn, the one... Oh, my God. Stand down. No, hang on. You said there was a man-dragon coming. That's a dragon man. Oh, for God's sake. Please enter. Ignore the idiots in the snow. Uh, um, just walk past. As I walk past, like, and say so he has four hands, like four. He's arms. got four arms. Yeah. I'm like, just as I walk past, I just give him a smirk and go. Oh, I don't even know what my rogars. It's just going to be deep. It's going to be similar to Born Grace, probably. Yeah, it's fine. Right. Um. Do you need an extra hand, there, friend? Like with a bit of a smirk. Because he's got four arms. <laughs> oh, if you wanted to shovel snow to make my life easier, yeah, there's another shovel in the shed round the back. Perfect. I'll, um, I'll be right on that. I'll get that for you very shortly. Uh, as I walk in. Oh, no, no, I've already got two shovels. Oh, you're gone, okay. <laughs> um, as you enter in, you can see this uh, entryway here, this sort of like... Um, what would I call it? Maybe some sort of like an antechamber. Antechamber. Um, antechamber. Has coat racks, warm um, coats hung on them, large snow boots. Um, but not much else in this room. And yeah, as you step through, you see those familiar statues. Excuse me. These very like demonic looking statues. Uh, and as you sort of stand there looking, emerging from a study towards the southwest, um, is Talus the White. She goes, that's well, very nice to make your acquaintance. Um, I'm so sorry. I know Born Grey did mention your name, but I have promptly forgotten it. What was your so, name again, sorry? So as she walks in and asks for my name, I, I do a deep bow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I look, I, I stand back up and I um, sort of like stand up straight and proud. Ah, hello there, lovely to meet you. I am Rogar Crimson Scale. Rogar, your that's servant. right. That's correct. Wonderful. Well, Born Grey said that uh, you were particularly competent and that he trusted you, so I hope that you oh, can live up to that. Kind words, indeed. Well, please, your friends, unfortunately, have had to uh, rush out. There was an incident during the night. Um, the guide, uh, Devard, that I was going to send with you appears to have perished or gone missing or... Not too sure yet. That's why I've sent your companions out. They shouldn't be but a moment. They left hmm, maybe 30 minutes ago. This shouldn't be too long. You're welcome to wait upstairs or if you need to use the facilities. Um, It's up to you, but I'm going to be heading into the study. I'll call you when they're here. How about that? Perfect. Uh, uh, That sounds lovely. Well, feel free to explore the grounds at your leisure. Um... Just make sure Trepsim knows that you are one of the guests. I've told him once, but I do find three or four times is often the prerequisite for him. Uh, no, no, that's fine. I've, um, yes, I've met some trolls on my my journeys. I definitely know that they, um, not the sharpest tools in the shed. No, they're barely a tool at all, really, if we're being honest. They're more like the wood that makes the shed. I'll be honest, not even... Even his, uh... Shoveling. Not so crash hot. Oh, no, I know. When he's holding the shovel, the smartest thing in that location is the shovel. I am aware of that. <laughs> By him keeping the shovel close, he actually raises the average IQ of him... Of the, of the local area that he's standing. Well. 
he's a very interesting fellow. I'd love to talk to him a bit more. Maybe, you um, say that now, but you I'm haven't thinking. had a full conversation with him. I'd like to get his ideas on um, sort of the inter-politics uh, of Baldur's Gate and other such locations. You're, you're joking, of course. Well, let me... <laughs> I'm just going to leave you to it. I've got some... Lo- some I've got lots of work to get done. I, I will be around if you require, but for the moment, I do wish to be undisturbed. All right. So she will... As she's walking off or says goodbye, I'll do another deep bow and I'll walk up the stairs, I guess, and um, just sort of potter around. I'll, I'll sort of, as I'm looking around, though, just so I know while those guys do their little meeting, I'll... Um... So they're not back yet. Uh, we're doing a bit of time yeah. jumps, so they'll be they'll be yeah, back no. in a moment, yeah. So just while all that's happening, though, and I'm upstairs, I'll just sort of be looking around, walking around, pottering around, but I'm going to make it look like I'm just sort of wasting time. But realistically, because Jin is... For the most part, a, a sort of a spy character, he he will be taking things in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you as yep. you reach upstairs, um, you can see the the landing that you saw before, corridors with lots of rooms on on all sides. Awesome. All right. After twenty minutes or so, you hear the sound of voices coming from downstairs, um, and the sound of footsteps walking towards a, a study or a room below, um, and then you hear. Uh, muffled voices coming through the floorboards and then a voice calling out yes um Rogar, your friends are here if you'd like to join us perfect I'll, I'll, I'll come right down I'll come down and I'll enter into the room fantastic yes well I'm sure you're all relieved to be reunited now unfortunately they've just returned with the awful news that Devard has perished. What did you say killed him? Ice ghosts. No, double ghosts. What? Double ghosts? Yes. It's a it's a ghost of a spirit, which is obviously a ghost of a person. So it's a ghost of a ghost of a, of a person. Oh, I'm very confused. This... Well, are you sure about all this? Yeah. I mean, sure. They were some sort of icy spirit. They were a ghosty. They, they were very freaking cold. Yes, you do Absolutely look like are. you've um, had a bit of frost on you. Some of your clothing and, and your fur tabaxis. Some clumps frozen together. Stand yourself by the fire just to the south there, if you don't mind. That is a most wonderful idea. Thank you very much. Yes, well, I don't want you dripping on the carpet when it eventually defrosts. I'd much rather you drip on the wood near the fire, because that will just evaporate. Uh, um, as, as she does say, that I'm going to... Uh, I'll just do something for you there quickly. I'll cast pre presididitation. Yep. Um, you and just I'll, press I'll, it. Did you I'll take clean. the ice away? Yep. I'll do it for everyone as well. So, It's almost like a hairdryer comes out of his hands as he like wiggles his fingers. This like warm air just goes... Oh, <laughs> and he just and then, then, then t- 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 Flurry's fur just goes... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> puffs like up. The distinct odor of wet cat fills the room. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. Uh, in your subconscious, you think, oh, thank God Wiltix wasn't here. Wet dog too. <laughs> wet dog, <laughs> wet cat. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Wet angel man. <laughs> oh. oh, feathers. Wet feathers. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Mira would just, just have like... steam rising off her. She wouldn't be. She wouldn't <laughs> be cold or No, exactly. Wet. No, you're fine. Wet Rats. angel just smells like dreams. <laughs> That's what we smell like. But the chocolate bar dream. Hopes and dreams. That's what I uh-huh. think. Uh-huh. <laughs> Z- but he's a bit wet, right? 
That's what I'm thinking. He might be. Yeah. He might be. So, what type of dream is it? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. A good one. A good one. Yeah. That was that was Claire's. She, I just had to help her out because she wasn't being overt enough for this group. <laughs> um, right, Talos says, sort of gathering your attention once more. Right, so so I'm not quite sure how we're going to to guide you there. I I mean, I know last time I did sort of raise the option I could potentially take you, but I I'd really rather not, if I'm being honest. Do you think you could, if I could give you a map or something? Would you? Are you going to be okay to make it? Like, are any of you good at tracking? Well, you found Devard. Well, you found what's left of Devard, so I guess you, you're okay at tracking. I think in between the, uh, the four of us, we will have the uh, ability. Good. And okay. the to find. I was really hoping you weren't going to ask that I trek through the snowy mountainside for the next... No, round. your whiteness needs to stay here. And yes, oh, well I do. Out of, uh, oh, yes. Well out of the um, uh, conspiracy maybe ahead. Horrendously busy, and as I said, I don't want any of this tracked back to me. I, I wouldn't mind being close when you retrieve the mask, just so that I can have it sooner, but, um... Well, look, I'll, fi- I'll find my way to you, and you'll find the way to get the mask back to me, I'm sure. I'll hear of Varum's uh, death, don't worry. I'll, I'll come when I hear of Varum's death. How about that? And I can meet you at the castle. Thanks well, of course. distance between you and what we do, the better, my lady. Could not agree more. See, this one, she points at uh, Mira. This, you, you've got your head screwed on right. I trust you with this. I am sad that Born Grey won't be going with you. I was starting to find that he had a, well, a bit of a knack for this sort of thing. Surprising. It's like he's grown and... and, and developed in the last couple of months Ugh. for the better i guess <laughs> right yeah, well born gray yeah born gray <laughs> right well lovely to meet you rogar and uh, the rest of you well done um i did promise something in return for your services what would you like i have a number of items here that i might be able to offer you i mean you didn't bring back devard but at least you brought back news that there are ghosts and ice spirits out there in the frosty lands. That's good that we're not going to run into those, or at least that we then you know they're out there and we can avoid them. Was there anything that will uh, assist us on our journey or in our uh, quest to come? There's a few things that Let's might get close be. to our target. a few things that might be useful. I've got some... Well, I mean, I could always just give you some gold if, if that's easier for you, but we, we do have some potions of healing here. I could probably spare one or two of those. Um, I can go and see that the see if the armory has anything useful. I know that they're you know they were working on a um, on a spear. I can go see if you're interested in that. Otherwise, um, I guess that's really all I can all I can offer some some gold or a spear or some health potions. Your choice. Potions? Fantastic, yes. Well, I can I can spare, let's say right, two. I'm just asking everybody. <laughs> oh, sorry. right, sorry, sorry. Claire speaking. <laughs> um, well, I mean, potions make sense, but depends on what the spear is. Who can wield it? Me. I mean, oh, I, can, I, I, I can use all martial weapons, but I'm not too fussed about a spear. Good. I feel How like... would a spear compare to a quarterstaff? Mm. Uh... 
Well, spear would do piercing damage. Um, quarter staff does bludgeoning damage, but I believe they do the same um, total damage in terms of like a, a right. D6 yeah. and a D8 from memory. Yeah. The thing you have to check out is I don't know. I haven't really ever played a monk, so I'm not sure if a spear is a monk weapon. It with your, yeah. Oh, it just has to be a martial weapon, doesn't it? No, uh, it has no, to be a monk weapon. Simple, simple weapon. Simple weapon. Simple weapon. Uh, spears. Yes, spear is a monk yeah, weapon. Yeah. Spears yeah. count as monk weapons. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Because it is uh, versatile and simple and thrown. Yeah, well, it just yeah, it would work like a quarter staff, but give the mm. option to yeah. throw it as well. I, I, yeah, that's true. No, it's, I mean, I, I think we should go for potions. Probably a better team orientated decision. Uh, yeah, it looks like the only difference is the spear you can throw. Okay. Literally, that's it. Nah, quarter staff. I mean, classic quarter we, staff. I I feel like we uh, risked our lives for this. So, I mean, a simple spear is not much to part with, as well as the potions, of course. Oh, you raise a very valid point. Oh, but, thank you for I mean, something. it's up to her, her, her whiteness of uh, what she deems an appropriate gift. Mm. It's very true. Wait, were you guys role-playing then? I, I was trying. Yes. yes. <laughs> she, she sort of, she looks over a lot of you. Like, it's clearly failing. No, 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 no. Succeeding. No, no, no. She looks over a lot of you and just shrugs as like, well, I've offered, that's what I've got. Your choice. Oh, don't, right, really, okay. don't really I'm care which like, you take. Tellus just completely ignored them. <laughs> no, she like she doesn't. She she's told you what the options are. She does not care. Like it, it, you sort of saying which one do you recommend? She's like I don't care. <laughs> which one do you want? If you want to stab things, I'm... take the spear. Don't take the potions. If you want potions, take the potions. <laughs> I mean, my my lady, we have risked our lives for you. Would it not be uh, possible to part with two with the spear and the potions? Uh, um, you you did all you've done is go and tell me he's dead, right? I probably would have figured and that out after a few days. We also removed three ice spirits or demons or whatever you want to call them. From oh, you killed them. Your local area. Yes, they are dead. Oh, I just assumed you'd run off when they appeared. Oh, that's different. No, my lady, we we, we dispatched them with utmost uh, ferocity. Right. Well, I, th- I think in that situation, I can probably probably offer you maybe a potion and a spear. How about that? Sounds agreeable to me. What do, what do my friends think? I'd be most gracious. Thank you, my lady. No problem at all. Let me summon the armor smith. I'll be but a moment. She walks over towards the door and calls out um, through the corridor. Uh, Bork! Steps back in and goes, he shouldn't be too long. Normally hearing's pretty good. I hope he's just sort of like upstairs in the armory. After a few moments, you hear a knock at the door and a, a very young hill dwarf with a shaved beard pokes his head in. Um, there's almost a moment of like, wait a minute, that's a very bulky halfling, very muscular halfling, before you realise <laughs> it is actually a, um, a hill dwarf. Wait, ma'am, you, you called for me. I, how, how can I help you? Um, could you go and fetch one of the spears that you've been working on? Right, you are, which one were you after? I've got one that I've, we sort of have like a mild enchantment on. Yes, yes, that'll be fine. Yes, please grab that one. Um, not one of the more useful ones. One of the ones that we were testing enchantments on. 
All right, yep. Yeah. Oh, I'll go to the bin then. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we, we just call it the bin. It's obviously a, a chest of very exquisite weapons that we keep for situations such as these. It's not just a bin. She looks over at the lot of you. <laughs> um, after a few I moments. I have taken meals from a bin before. I'm more than happy to take a weapon. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Right, well... You do what you um, want. <laughs> after a few moments... Um, Bork steps back in and holds aloft a spear. Um, along its handle, uh, there are a number of grips that are being given so that you can hold it two-handed, um, you can thrust it forward and still hold a, a, give a hand at the back, and then you can also, there's another one to hold it and then throw it. There's these sort of like three grips that are being positioned on the spear. Uh, and along the blade, which is a little bit longer than a normal blade, uh, you can see a symbol of a sun emblazoned uh, across the center. Right, this one's Dragon Gleam. Hey, who wants it? He sort of holds it out, looking at the looking at a lot of you. Well, don't all jump up at once. <laughs> well, our, uh, our resident Dragon Queen uh, right here, I think, deserves this. Oh, I'll, I'll add it to the inventory, but um, uh, I do also have a greater potion. So it is I, a it is a spear. Um, so oh, it's, a normal, spear. <laughs> it's a normal spear. No, it's, um, I thought you were taking it as well. <laughs> oh, just for the moment. You yeah. can take the spear. Who's taking the spear? He's just holding it out at this point. Uh, I think Azua should take it. I'll take it. Right. Okay, so the command phrase. Uh, hang on, just just took it away, lad. Took it away. Uh, yes, better. Okay, you just probably probably best not to say the command phrase out loud when I'm holding the spear. Um, <laughs> The command phrase is Tiamat's eyes shine uh, and it'll, it'll create a bright light uh, as if there was daylight in the room for you. And it's got ten charges. That is quite a, that is quite a long phrase. Yeah, it will break at that point, though. It will break. Amazing, yes. so it has one use. No, 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 it's got ten, ten, ten charges and then it will break. Fantastic. And crumble to dust. We haven't quite got the enchantment down. It's basically draining, like... So, yeah, have you heard the theory that like all things exist in three realms, like the the material realm, the cognitive, and the spiritual, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So we're draining the power from the spiritual realm to to realm to make it do that, which which drains it, and then it turns to dust when it's done. It, it runs. There's like no investment anymore, and it's it's just done. You're. Uh, I'd like to see if you had any that actually uh, have worked. And have maintained their spirit realm connection. Uh, no, no, it's a it's a complete fail that one. It's a dead end. Oh, nice try. I'm not I'm not a real enchanter. I'm just sort of giving it a go. Um, with that telescope. <laughs> Thank you, Bork. That's quite enough. Off you pop. Right, right, right sure, I'm, I'm sorry. I just I get really excited when people want to know about like the theory behind enchant. Yes, thank you, Bork. <laughs> right, sorry, ma'am. He backs out the door and, and heads back upstairs again. Right, so, <clears throat> oh, potion, yes, she reaches into her pocket and pulls out a health potion, um, uh, a vial, sorry, pulls out a vial of, of bubbling red liquid. Um, right, who, uh, yeah, she just hands it to you, Mira, literally just, like, not even wanting to go through the hole who's taking it, just literally walks over and passes it to you. Right, there you go. Yep. Fantastic. Wonderful. Well, let me just quickly pull the map from my desk here. She reaches over grabs a piece of paper um, that has a sort of very roughly drawn map of the surrounding area. Um, you can see Parnast is marked off uh, 
looks to be a day, day and a half's journey away. She comes back and goes, Right, uh, you've got the spear, you've got the potion. Here you go. She hands the map to you, Talari. There you go. Make yourself useful. There's the map. You seem to be the most sort of adept at hunting. I'm guessing you've got a pretty good sense of smell. Maybe you can sniff out Parnast. Absolutely. And at the same time, yes. And I can hear very well, too. I will... Look at that. <laughs> Unrolls the map and just starts looking, just staring yes, at it. Yes, that's right. I, I was telling you to look at it. Great. Well, <laughs> well, everybody, it has been fun. I do hope we get these catch-ups again in the future, but for the moment, I think it's probably best that you make your way to Parnest and to Skyreach Castle. Let me know when you've killed Varum. I'll be very keen to know about his demise. And remember what you say to him as you kill him? I'm, I'm asking you a question. Do you remember what you're supposed to tell him as you kill him? That's the White Queen sends her regards. That's exactly right. Well done. Tell us the White sends her regards. You can also say fuck you as well at the end of that if you wish. Okay. Wonderful. Great. And, uh, Teleborn great, not to be a stranger. I wouldn't mind seeing him again soon. Sure, he'll be right. right. Sure. I'll, um, I'll let him know personally. Wonderful. Adam. And I'm hoping he does take me up on my offer about the Black Dragon Mask as well. Oh, Rogar, you won't know about that, I'm sure. But the oh, rest of you, please let that him is know. Definitely, definitely a uh, very interesting development. Yes, I think it's for the best that we control the black and white. The two of us together could really make some changes to this ragtag group. Oh, most definitely. Fantastic. Well, off you pop. I'm sure you've got a lot of murdering to do when you reach Skyreach. I don't want to get in your way. Thank you for your time, my lady. Not a problem. Thank you very much, my lady. Worthwhile time spent, I'm hoping. I'm seeing it as an investment. Do a deep bow and uh, bow and we'll walk out. Fantastic. Alrighty. As you guys head back out into the snow, Rogar, you can see that Azua, Talari, and Mira actually are wearing large fur coats that they seem to have taken from the um, antechamber here. It looks very, very similar in design um, to the coats in the antechamber. Um, and you do remember, as you sort of get towards the door, that it is pretty chilly. Um, out on the snow and there are a number of coats just there I think I will definitely take one absolutely take a large fur coat wrap it around you and you immediately begin to feel much warmer much more comfortable um, alrighty as you guys stand in the snow out looking across the frozen landscape um, Talari, as you sort of pull open the map and have a bit of a look, I think inside you said you're having a bit of a look, you can see that it is roughly a day's trek by main road um, to get to Parnast. There are a number of other pathways that it marks off as being options. However, um, a lot of them seem to be weather dependent. There's sort of these, there's a weather chart on the side, basically a scale with symbols for the different seasons. Um, and it seems to indicate that some of these pathways are less appropriate in winter and some of them are less appropriate in spring. And it's sort of giving you indications. Um, could I get you to make me an intelligence check, please? Or a survival check, I'll say, actually. Intelligence, so it'd be... Uh, yeah, intelligence or survival. Yeah, well, considering my intelligence is minus one, I'm going to go with survival. Yes. 18. <laughs> yeah, as you have a bit of a look, you can actually see 
um, the, the two main pathways that are marked as appropriate for winter. Yeah, one of them is going to take you sort of just under a day's march, another one about a day and a half, which means you'll have to camp out overnight, which I'm assuming you guys aren't super keen on. Um, with an 18, however, you do notice that one of the spring pathways, the one that's marked safe, safe for spring, actually crosses over a winter path and would shave off four or five hours from your journey if you were to take it. However, you're not sure how safe it would be in the winter to take this shortcut. Okay. Well, it seems, uh, my friends, that we have a number of options. We have the two slow, uh, longer but safer paths that would take us a day and a little bit over a day. We would have to camp somewhere. We have to make sure we don't freeze in the night. There is an option, though. Um, and looking like this one's not as safe, but it is quicker. What do you think? Do we risk it, or do we...? Not as safe from the elements, or...? Well, yeah, it would seem so, because it is marked that in the spring this path is safe, but we are not in the spring, so... I would assume whatever the problem is, is, is currently happening. Like, Very quick question. Ask away. How pressing is it that we get to our destination? I don't think there's any time-sensitive needs. I mean, if we right. take a few more hours, I... My only concern is that we will have to camp out in the, in the snow. I have no problem with the cold, but I know that's quite unique. Well, do we have... Uh, I mean, our tents would be... Okay, I mean as long as we have a fire, but I don't know how we can go making a fire in the snow, but... Are you serious? I just hold up a flaming snowball. <laughs> well, I think we should be okay. Right, well, then Short the safer path, path and the camp, the uh, camp under the stars. Is that what we're going for? For me, this is beautiful landscape. Sounds amazing. Alrighty, so, which path have you all agreed on? You're going to take the, um... The safe, longer one, I think. Was there, was there two different there's a, paths? There's a day, a day and a half, and then there's the one that um, Talari spotted, which is sort of taking the spring pathway for part of it, which okay. looks like it's only going to take you half a day, but is... Yeah, it, I mean, it's not marked as safe for winter travel, so there's that. <laughs> I think we're going the safe for rare by the sounds of it. So yeah, the day, the day, the day one. Makes sense. Yeah. The day one. Mm. Perfect. Alrighty. So, fantastic. I will throw up the image of the lodge again, simply because we'll jump into theatre of the mind for this next little bit. Theatre of the mind. Of the mind. It's <laughs> a bit of a. Try to be an echo. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. With a bit of the mind ship, you're into the time ship. No, we're not doing um time warp. Um. So as you <laughs> no, no, take a D4 psychic damage. No, no, no. Um, as you guys head out across the wintry landscape, I'd like to know your marching order and generally how you're going about sort of traversing this landscape. So who's um, in front? Um, how are you guys traversing? Are you doing anything special to try and make your trip um, easier? Um, 
what are each of you doing on this journey as you begin walking across the the sort of the uh, the narrow mountain passes is it snowy like is it is, it is, is yeah so they're quite deep it is so there's been heavy snowfall last night and that's what sort of triggered your whole little mini adventure last session um yeah so the snow is fairly deep um and you do occasionally sort of find yourselves losing the path very very quickly because the snow is so deep it's very hard to keep track of where the path is um the path is narrow gravel the rest of the area seems to be this sort of solid rock um with mosses and grasses growing underneath the snow they seem to sort of be quite resistant to the weather here i'm i'm imagining that i will uh be up be up the front mm-hmm. um i'm going to roll acrobatics because i'm imagining the way i walk on snow is like um, like Legolas, when, yeah. yeah. Just, just walks right on top of it. Doesn't how did I know that was is. coming? <laughs> Absolutely. Like Roll second, me some... Um... Second Lord of the Rings reference oh, no. tonight. Eight. Um, eight. In your oh, mind, God. in your mind, you shouldn't be heavy enough to sink into the snow. Like, your thoughts are so pure and light, they should carry you aloft. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, it does not seem to be how it works out in reality. As you step, your feet begin sort of sinking into the snow quite quickly. And, and any attempts to sort of speed up or move dexterously only result in you sinking further into the snow. Um, oh, God. It doesn't this go any higher than your thighs, but that is pretty hard going. If any of you have had to trek through snow that high, it, it is rough. Um, uh, it's quickly may exhausting. assist Azua, potentially? Absolutely. How are, you, how are you assisting him? shape water <laughs> <laughs> so is going to move to the front and Mira describe for me what you do she unfreezes the water and basically moves it out of the way five mm-hmm. feet in any direction so it's just kind of parting the snow I like to think that she kind of heats it up she's yes. like one of those you know heated snowmobiles yes <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, with, yeah. The, with the front yeah. flower I do yeah. um, would you like to make me because is your plan to do this the whole way Oh, well, when it gets really bad, yeah. Alrighty. I will get you to make me a constitution saving throw just to sort of see how you go focusing this much raw magic. 23. 23. Wow. Mira is just, one hand is the fire and the other hand is like the manipulation of the water. And this is essentially you're just walking along, one hand held out melting the ice and the other hand doing these sort of watering movements, flowing movements, just pushing the water out of the way and refreezing it against the side walls to basically make a solid pathway. Um... That you guys can very easily traverse. So, as long as Mira stays out the front. Question. Yeah. Yes. With with us walking through, so she's like unfreezing the water, throwing it. What? As we're walking through that now, mm. how are our boots? Yeah. So you can see, just there's gravel path, and your boots are just okay. crunching on the gravel so, path. It's not too wet. So we're dry. Um, yeah, yeah, because basically Mira is at the front, pushing the water and refreezing it against the sides of the snowdrift. I think that's what Perfect. I said, Mira. So it's just yeah. it's it's not even staying water for very long before it's immediately refrozen again. Um, cool. Yeah, I like the sounds of that. And plus, the snow boots would have to be. Like um, bo- we we could have made Bob like in? a medieval bobsled track. <laughs> just thinking the same thing. <laughs> Mira up front, freezing it. You know, us if on one of um, if one of you was oh. a warlock with Eldritch Blast, I guess you could like be out the back going, bah, using force to like push yourselves along, <laughs> like some sort of rocket propelled. I mean, um, I do have Eldritch Blast. Yeah, yeah. Just um, not giving you any ideas, but giving you ideas. Um, no, fantastic. Yeah. So Mira, as as you step out the front, you're just shaping this water. Um, Azua, in that case, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just following Mira then. I yeah. clearly, uh, I, I 
can just walk like a normal human being. Absolutely. Uh, Talari? Um, I'll be a little bit behind these two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep the map open and yes. try and sort of use the sort of, na- like, because it's middle of the day, so using sort of the natural formations and maybe this, the, where the sun is in the sky and just sort of trying to keep us on track so we don't get lost. Absolutely. Uh, Can I, I get you to make me an additional... Oh, sorry. No, no, that's good. I'll wait. No, 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 go. go. I was just going to say I'm going to add to uh, add to this that I will keep an eye out for anything dangerous so I keep my perception on high alert. Absolutely. Um, Talari, can I get you to make me another survival check um, with advantage? Good. 24 for perception for Azua. Nice. 21 nice. and 9. So 21 for survival <laughs> for Talari. Um, so Azua, yeah, perception 24. You are just eagle-eyed, following Mira closely behind, keeping an eye out for anything that might be hidden under the snow, um, anything that might be... Uh, a danger or a, or a hazard to the party and you do spot snow drifts that are particularly deep you spot areas where the path actually falls off the side of a ravine that is very hard to see in the snow until mira sort of starts to uncover it and you go oh, oh no no mira back this way back this way you direct her back towards the pathway um talari your your sort of more general big picture um guidance you're sort of looking around occasionally going no i think we need to go further to the west this way and you are sort of like generally giving guidance. The map is pretty hastily drawn. It doesn't seem to give too much detail, but there are landmarks marked on it that you are able to spot and keep the party pointed in the right direction. And Rogar. Okay. Well, it sounds like um, Azua is keeping an eye at the front, but it doesn't really sound like he's keeping an eye out at the back. Yep. Because um, he's doing a lot more orientated um, stuff with helping me out with certain like pitfalls and such. Um, so no one's eyes are really at the back, so... Because I am currently at the back, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll sort of be the rear guard. I'll um, I'll do a perception check as well. Absolutely. Oh my god, I rolled Natural a one, one but it's seven. a seven. Um, you, you're finding the light reflection from the snow. Because the sun is um, sort of just off towards the side of you, the angle of it as it hits the snow is reflecting a lot of this light back into your eyes. You are finding it very tough to see. Um, with oh, the sun reflecting directly back at you, and you have to sort of keep squinting. Your eyes are watering. It's very hard for you to stay focused on anything in this very stark white landscape with the sun reflecting so strongly. Um, yeah, you're, you're having a real tough time of it, basically having to sort of like turn back towards the front, close your eyes for a bit, walk partially blind as you blink, um, let your retinas recover, then turn back and try and focus again, and the exact same thing keeps happening. Um. Yeah. I can't really do much about that. Alrighty. I would like... Oh, wait. Oh, yeah? Question. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this will work, but with Prestidigitation, it says you can create a non-magical trinket or an illusionary image that can fit in your hand and that lasts until the end of uh, next turn. Yeah. I guess, like, the thing I'm thinking make of... Make some shades. <laughs> make some sunglasses. Yeah, like... Just, just, just very rough... Like shades that can at least just take a little bit of that glint away. Uh, and I'll continuously right. do that with precipitation. Alrighty, I'll get you to make me a constitution saving throw just to continually be casting this magic again and again and again and again. <laughs> Alright. 15. 15. You are able to maintain um, these shades. Basically, you just keep one hand up on your temple, and then every time they begin to fade, you just focus again and, and rejig them. Uh, you may re roll your perception check. Okay. 
That's 22. That's a lot better. Yeah. With the addition of your shades and being able to focus a lot more intently on the landscape around you, um, after a while you stop even focusing on the prestidigitation. It just becomes second nature to, to keep this spell casting again and again and again. Um, yeah, as you look out behind you, you don't spot any signs of, of danger. <laughs> shall we okay, say? Okay, cool. Um, alrighty. Could I please have... Um, I think we'll have the two Percepti boys do it. Azua, could you please roll me a d10? And Jin, could you please roll me a d10? Eight for Rogar, or Jin. We'll keep it Rogar for now. Yeah, just because then people, I change Rogar and yeah. everything right now, so no one might get any ideas to call me Jin. Hopefully, I'm trying to better myself. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I, it, it was uh, last time, so I get you. Oh, Azua, <laughs> um, could I have you roll me a D10, Azua, really quickly as well? A D10, yeah. Five. Okay. Um, as you guys walk um, for the better part of two, three hours up and down the sides of these mountains, um, you gradually find yourselves heading slowly towards the southern end of the, the mountain pass, which begins taking you downhill um, towards the lowlands. The snow begins to sort of um, thin out a little bit and then disappear altogether as you approach the, the edge of the snow line, basically, um, which is quickly replaced with tundra, um, pine trees, and these very stubborn-looking ferns that are very, very brittle, um, looking but very, very hard to the touch. They seem to be frost ferns, um, very, very frost-resistant, and they are just everywhere here, very, very plentiful. Um Azua, looking out the front, keeping an eye out for Mira, as soon as the snow drift um, clears up again, she doesn't have to focus on casting shape water continuously. You can spend a bit more time looking at the surrounding landscape. Um, and you do spot giant elk, uh, probably Ooh. about sort of 800, 900 metres away, just in a small copse uh, of pine trees. These massive, like nine, ten feet tall elk grazing on the, uh, the leaves, these, these pine needles, which are eight, nine feet up in the air. Um, there's about four in this herd that are just very quietly keeping themselves secured away, um, hidden off the path, eating these pine needles. Amazing. Are there any ones that are similar to what we've seen before? Uh, they, they look like normal elk, um, but much, much hairier, much, much larger. And the antlers have these strange patterns in them. It's almost like the growth of the bone has taken on spiral patterns. Um, and the antlers are preposterously large. And there's sort of mosses and lichens growing on the antlers as well. Breath steaming in the cold air. I point this out to the, uh, to the team. Just Ah, uh, oh, look, the, uh, there are some wild elk down there. They look uh, very interesting. They, they do. They are quite gorgeous. They also look quite delicious. <laughs> That's... Um, I'm not sure if we should hunt elk. It does not bode well. It does not? Okay. <laughs> Giant elk. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm a cat. I, 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 don't, I want to hunt, but... If you say no, then I, I will bow to your wisdom, my friend. If it was a giant bird, though, oof, oh, yeah, I, I would not ask. I would, I would just go. <laughs> you have to hold him down. Laser pointer. Yeah. yeah. 
Wait, um, I Azua, cast dancing once. Like, Azua, <laughs> like some... I, need, I need a bell. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Azua, is there like some special thing about elk? That is, is there a reason why you don't want to attack them? They are said to be holy creatures. I don't know if that's uh, across every land, but they are most oh. connected to the divine. Actually, yeah, sorry, Azua, you're from the Feywilds. Um, mm-hmm. I sh- should add something. Giant elk are much more commonplace in the Feywilds. Um, the Aladrin, the Fey Elves, generally know which ones they can hunt and which ones they can't. So those that are part of the um, the Summer Lord's herd, um, a very powerful archfey um, who sort of resembles a deer god almost. Um, his the, the elk as part of his herd have markings on them that make them unique and, and obviously the Eladrin do not want to anger the archfey. Um, so you would recognise these as not belonging to the, uh, the Summer Lord. Um, okay. Therefore, if you did choose to hunt these, um, I'd probably say given your back your background in the Feywilds and given your time there, uh, you would know that there's not going to be potential consequences outside of just having to fight four giant elk. Yeah. No, okay. Uh, well, I must confess these are not the uh, the holy elk that we are not uh, that we are forbidden to hunt. But uh, if you, it's up to you if you want to go down and find dinner. In how are our rations? It is always an option if we are low. With four grown elk that size are not going to be an easy task. We don't need four, we just need the one. Yes, well, that's a very good point. Actually, that's a good... Oh, sorry, Mira. Go on. Do I know about the rations? Like, I would be all up about the rations. You can can check your rations. Should be in your inventories. On D&D Beyond. I got a day of rations. There you go. That's how much rations you've got. Well, we could yeah. probably leave the elk alone then. Don't kill for killing's sake. So it says I've got five rations, five quantity, and each is one day. There you go. But so we should be I, I don't think that's been something I've changed, I've been taking out. So let's say over the course of the adventures and such, I might have like one or two left. I'd say probably two, because Mira's had a lot longer to use her rations than you have. Yeah. It's it's something we haven't really thought about, I guess. That's right. I'll um I'll make sure to remind you guys whenever you take off rations. I'll um I'll keep that in mind. Sure. I only have one left, but before we indulge in some sport, I was thinking now that we're out of earshot that we could talk strategy. How do we want uh... to approach this? assassination well I suppose it's going to uh, definitely be what this castle's like do we even need to actually assassinate him this is my question we don't actually have any ties to this woman our quest is to get information it is and also maybe to put a fly in the ointment of this cult potentially I had an idea and hear me out. Go on. Well, it seems to me that these two, black and white, are in a bit of conflict with each other. She didn't even recognize me. This other, the black, she knows all about us. I think we could use this to our advantage. 
if word got around that the White was employing the Tempest Guild to kill one of her political rivals, would that not create a fair amount of conflict within the cult? Oh. That's how they spread such rumours without... Uh, well, we could ourselves. very well go and kill this man, or we could go to the Black herself and or, tell her, or maybe not us, but maybe Greyborn. The, the other side of it is uh, perhaps a failed assassination would raise more red flags than a successful one. Quick question there. When we were actually in that meeting, did did you show yourself as Mira, or did you have no. the cloak yeah. on? Yep, it was Mira the whole time. Oh, no, but you had the cloak on. Oh, I had the cloak on, but she yeah. was talking to me. And, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I rolled perception so, checks, and I rolled garbage. <laughs> so, just feasibly from, like... Oh, I think I was doing insight check as well. Do you and you had, um, you had also painted your scales black the session before that. Um, and also given a false name. Yeah. That you guys actually Still, used. Uh, I, don't, I don't actually so think we, she but, knows your mirror. No, 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 but remember that she also... I, I remember inciting her that she didn't seem that interested in the actual religious side of the cult. She was only interested in the power. That's right, yep. So she, she yeah. sees it as a pyramid scheme where she wants to get on the top of the pyramid as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah rather than actually freeing Tiamat. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's not as invested in the religious... She, she Yeah, she just wants the power. Unlimited power. I mean, we, we could even fulfill to the letter what we're supposed to be doing if we tell our target that the White Queen sends her regards and then fail to kill him. He's going to know she's after him. Well, I suppose the flip side is we could actually become the... We could use Jin's power and uh, become the White for the uh, for the time being. And uh, that might uh, that might allow us to infiltrate a little bit further. I mean, if we have to kill two of them, we could effectively control three seats on this, uh, on this board and disintegrate the cult from the inside out. I mean, there's five of you and five masks. I mean, I don't know how dirty we want to get our hands or what kind of people we're walking, uh, running this cult, but... We have no intention of working for this person have anything no, to I do know, with this cult if we can somehow destroy the horde or find out where it is then somehow we could we I mean we could potentially stop them from bringing Tiamat back tie up it oh we certainly could I love this stuff you guys keep going this is the best I, I, I love your plotting it's so good I'm just sitting here just like excellent <laughs> <laughs> yes, dance for me, my little puppets. Dance into my web. <laughs> or on the other hand, we could just, you know, throw it all in and sing Kumbaya around a fire. For no, 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 no. Dance for me. <laughs> dance for me, my little puppets. <laughs> very pretty krilling, isn't it? Dance it is for not, me. You know, yeah. We have elk, we have trees. I could turn my famous longbow into a, you know, into a small banjo. Oh, I can make an igloo out of shape water. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and make a wonderful log cabin. It would be at the foot of the mountain. Yep. What a beautiful... Good idea, guys. Let's do that. If you, if you guys don't think I have... 
If you guys don't think I've designed a survival crafting module for D&D 5th edition <laughs> and that I've got it ready to go if you guys chose to do this, if you don't think I'm that prepared, then you don't know me one bit. <laughs> Rocks fall, we're all done. Mate, I've, 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 got, I've got a system, like, if you guys wanted to start owning businesses and start, like, franchises, I'm so ready. Like, you, you, there's nothing you guys could... Well, that's not true. No, no, not challenge accepted. No, no, no. There are things you can do that I'm not ready for. <laughs> but there's a lot of, like... There's a lot of resources available for me that I, I think I can bluff my way around most situations if I get too troubled <laughs> with you guys. Is all I'm hearing is the cabin ignites and we all die. <laughs> I don't work that way. You know I don't work that way. If, if, the, if, the, if, the plot is, if the plot isn't interesting enough for you that you want to go hunt deer for six episodes, then clearly as a DM... <laughs> Clearly, as a DM, I've got some work to do. <laughs> uh, all right, back to scheming. Back um, to scheming. Let's put some scheming so music on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so let's yes. try and make this to our advantage. Well, I mean, what, is, I, I, what does everyone think? Should we... Are we willing to get our hands dirty? I'm interested about this failed assassination idea. I just wonder if we can get word to the Black about... What's her name again? It, the, uh, the, the White Queen? No, 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 it's the Black the One. White. Oh, the Black One. I wrote it down and I've lost my book. Um, Mira hasn't lost a book. Claire lost a book. Mira's too organised to lose things. Um, just if we can sow some internal conflict, I just wonder if that would be useful. Or we could try and, yes, take out the top echelons. Shall I be nice Ooh, and let you know it. what the name of the black mask wearer is? Have it, I, I have written it down. Mira would know what it is. <laughs> I'm just a bad Resmia is the name of Resmia. Thank you. Who is a half-dragon, a female half-black dragon. Yes. I, I would also be interested to know that if two factions of this cult were to uh, openly go to war with one another for one reason or another, would other ones be drawn into it, or would they sit outside and just wait for the carnage? Did she say, Talus said that Galvin was weak? I found my book. She said that Neuronvan and Severin would team up. Oh, yeah. Actually, you do remember that. her saying that Galvin the Blue um, was weak-willed, is I think the specific Willed. thing she said, yeah. Weak-willed. Weak-willed. Mm. Could he be incited to take action, perhaps? I yes, think if we, we had enough to... power. Mm. I think we need to get a mask to have that kind of power. Yes. Yes, this is probably... So, so options are, we do kill... Um, uh, Severin. Severin and take his identity, thus having a powerful ally, which we can leverage maybe against with Galvin. Or we can try and fail to assassinate him, spread some discord. Or we can go straight to Resimir, tell her everything. I'm loath to do that because I feel that she'll just press me into her services. No, a religious I'm... nut job. There is a, there is a uh, definite path here. I just, uh, I just can't see it yet. I'm wondering, there might be an alternative that we, if we do remove the wife from power, take the mask. 
could we throw uh is it Tyr- uh what was her name Terry terrace varum Alice. Oh, Talus, yes, sorry. Could, uh, could our, our magician, Jin here, not a magician, take on, take on the, uh, the form of Talus, take the mask, and then we really have control. Azua, do you really take me for a conjurer of cheap tricks? Oh my god. <laughs> no, not at all. I said that in poor taste, I apologize. <laughs> do you take me off some conjurer of cheap tricks? Look, Azua, I think I think there are many paths unraveling themselves. This could go a lot of different ways. We have all the cards it currently seems potentially moving forward. I agree. I love that analogy. You've got all the cards, you just need to know which hand to play. I love it. That's a that's a cool analogy. I'm going to give you inspiration for that, Joe. I've already got inspiration, but I'll take it. I should have used when I rolled a one. Uh, I didn't even think about it. Oh, well. <laughs> I do. I have a cool visor at the moment. Um, I will say this, though. We do need to get intel out at some point. We need to start giving some um, progress. Um, I think, intel. yes, once... Obviously, once we're in a better position, yes, we could probably yes. do that. Yes, we need. Yeah. Well, I mean, once we know where this castle is, we can then send the location. Because um, we, we definitely need to get something out. We need. We've got some really tantalizing intel, and um, well, you know, there are other moving parts at play. So um, definitely, I do not know. Actually, I have no idea. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't know. <laughs> I do not. Okay, so I look around, uh, I do a 180 of 360 uh, using my, well, my 22 perception still counts. I'm just going to have a look around, see if there's any prying ears at all. I imagine there's not because we're in yeah. the middle of nowhere. No, um, um, there, there's just the owls and, <laughs> well, actually, no, sorry, it's, it's still like sort of late afternoon. Um, the elk that you can see, there's the occasional sort of snow hare moving about through the uh, through the Arctic underbrush. Um, a couple of hawks lazily flying about overhead, very, very high up. Um, but no humanoids uh, and no prying ears that you can see. Can I insight check the elk? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Give me an insight check, see if you can figure out their body language. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> they're polymorph dragons! No, um, it's just... Um, <laughs> it's just, yeah, they're ancient black dragons all polymorphed into elk. Um, no, it's just it just seems to be four giant elk um, eating, um, going about their day-to-day business uh, in this sort of copse of pine trees. Um, they don't seem too bothered by you guys at this point, whether they haven't seen you or they're just not just not worried about you, you're not sure. Okay. Just suspicious. But... So um, I'll sort of look at, I'll sort of, you know, clasp Talari on the, um, on the shoulder. Um, well... There's a little bit that you're not aware of. You only really joined us, um... Well, it's got to be a, a few days at this point. Um, I myself have only been travelling with these, um, this party for... a good couple weeks, I think, at the most. So I, my, I have been sent... on behalf... of the, uh... What is it? Is it the Bard's Guild, is that what it's called? I forget. Col- yeah, you were on the, the Bard's College. Basically. The Bard's College. So yes, I, um... 
I'm representing the Bard's College, and um, I've been hired out to the Harpers to help with the Tempest Guild in getting intel on the Order of the Dragon and potentially and try our best to stop Tiamat from being summoned to this world. Um, it seems like you've taken a bit of interest in helping us, so I think the very least, and I know you personally, Talari, I've known you for quite a while, and as I do that, as I look at him, I do my hand, I have my hand cross over my face and just reveal um, good old Illyrian just yep. for a little bit, um, just to give him a bit of recognition and then go back to Rogar. Nice. Um, so, yes, I've known you for quite a bit. You're a, you're a good, you're a good person. So, um, it's, it's probably best to tell you sort of what we're doing here. So, yeah, that's, um, that's my little speech. That is, that is very kind of you to let me in. See, I, I do not know much. Um, I have heard stories of, of Tiamat and from the stories that I have heard been passed down to me, it's, uh, it is not something to take lightly what you're doing. So I followed you because I felt you were doing, possibly doing the right thing. And it looks like this path is, is the path that is open to me at this point. So, I mean, I'm already here, but if you would have me, I'm, I'm happy to Happy to follow the path with you, and so you don't even need to say that because, as far as I'm concerned, you're already part of us. Aww. Well, not part of the guild per se, for I am not also part of the guild. These three, uh, oh, sorry, these two <laughs> at the moment are. I did meet one of their compatriots, a very interesting chap. Very, um, what's the word? He was a bit of a wild. Very wild guy, that Emric. I, I get this kind of like sad, dark look on my face. <laughs> I miss Emric, and I feel uh, I feel somewhat guilty for his demise. And, um, but I don't know any of that show. I just uh, just and, just some sadness. So as you look down, I like, hey, uh, come on, don't be so sad, there, my friends. And as as you look up, I've got Emmerich's face on. Because <laughs> 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 I did say that to... Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I did say, because I met him, so I actually am able to turn into him. And I talked to him, oh. so I studied him, because he's an interesting person. And that's one of um, one of Jin's little personality traits as he goes along. He'll sketch people, like their, like, like their visage, into a textbook, and then he'll... Um, this is out of, ga- out of game, um, so he's just... He he found Emmerich interesting, so he's recorded his um his uh, face, what he looked like, and his voice. I'm somewhat. Yeah, so that's a little fun uh, thing. A little bit sad. And slightly confused. Now, I'm now wondering whether I'm I'm just Emmerich a little bit unsure was whether Emmerich the whole was time. The whole time. <laughs> no, it definitely. Was all a dream. <laughs> no, look, definitely not. I'm back to Rogar. Definitely not. Um, I don't think I could ever truly emulate that person. I don't think anyone could. (laughs) So yes, there you go, Talari. That is the full sort of 
That is the full story from my part, anyway. Because an interesting tidbit, I don't actually know about the dragon eggs. You do not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. The dragon only, only Azua, Mira, and Wiltix know about the dragon yep. eggs. Exactly. So, I don't actually know about that. Right, right, Azua? <laughs> I haven't mentioned I haven't mentioned it at all. Actually, <laughs> oh, I can't. I don't, I don't know really, about it. That might be good leverage. So black. Maybe. Oh my god. I'm having thoughts. I'm having thoughts. I don't know if I want to bring the black uh, on our guilds. We're actually not even sure how they're going. Um, <laughs> just quick question, Owen. Yeah. Not a quick question. Just um, I'm gonna send you a Discord message quickly. Okay. Just just be aware of that, and that's it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Just behind the scenes. Okay. Oh, Sarah, I'm assuming we didn't say any of that out loud. Nope, we didn't. Yeah, I'm assu- I, I, yeah. I figured. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm going to assume that you guys kept walking as you were talking. You didn't just sort of stop and stand there in the cold while this conversation. Oh, we're still happened. talking. But yes, no. What are we? What are we? What have we decided? Which, which of our suites so we play? In all honesty, Mira, I think we uh, need to assess the situation once we get there. I mean, we might meet this, uh, this white, this current white. I forgot his name. Sorry, Owen. Do you mind? Which one? What's the uh, current the current white mask? Oh, so the current oh, one uh, is Varum, who white. is a dwarf. Varum. Varum. V a double r a m. We might meet oh. this Varum, and uh, he might actually be quite a, you know, an upstanding an interesting citizen. person. That's uh, an outstanding human dwarf character. And uh, Azua, you are too pure for this world. <laughs> Yes, we need well, uh, to infiltrate this cult. I know, but there may be ways around it. Because all I'm saying is, I think it'd be in a situation to assess once we get to the castle. Then we know where it is. We'll get ourselves uh, implemented into the, uh, the surrounding, and then we can make the call. Fair call, but... That's a good point. Well, at, at the very least, though, are we looking for destabilization, or are we looking to take a position within the cult itself well I, I mean what are you in my goal here what, what do you think my goal here is to bring this thing down if it needs to crumble from the top Matt cannot return regardless of what else this uh, we have to do my sole goal is to stop this from happening it's true if we cut off one head another will just grow back I mean Talus is the example of that. I mean, if the only way to to bring this thing down and bring it down hard is to take command of it, well, I'll do what I'll have to do. But at the same time, I don't know. I mean, ah, this is just so complicated. Well, let's assess the situation. What if we recognize straight away? I'll continue my disguise, but we have to be careful. What's our names? What's our code names? What's our code names? I feel like my code name will be Rogar. Um, yeah, that's fair. And then I look at <laughs> Talari and give him a, bit of a wink and be like, um, maybe don't say Jin next time, though. <laughs> It was a, uh, a slip of the <laughs> Well, <laughs> luckily, we were able to get out of that one. 
Yes, that was a quick thinking on your part, Emila. <laughs> well, I was just thinking of all the contingencies, you know, just all of the different possibilities that are useful. But I want a really cool code name, guys. Give me a cool code name. Well, you are currently black. So we could call you Midnight, maybe. Ooh, I don't know. Midnight, that's very spy. Oh, <laughs> really like, like that. It's, clo- it's close to really Mirror smile. <laughs> it is Now, hold on. Yeah. You want to be a spy? I well, definitely know all about that. Let oh. me um just touch you up a little bit, and then I get my disguise kit out, and I start just sort of touching it up, and even adding a little bit more to the like her whole sort of black dragon character she's got going on. Absolutely. Do you want to make me a um? It'd be you're proficient in disguise kits, so I guess it would be I'll let you choose between performance or sleight of hand check. Let's go performance because it's plus seven. Yeah, I'd say you've got sixteen. Very nice. Um, yeah, you do a very very good job. You. The, the scale tones weren't quite right it was all just a uniform color and you're like no no no, no. that's the scales don't look like uniform color let, let me yeah, just touch it up it um, was uh that was sure that took like was what, five minutes so that was a five minute job so definitely need to invest a little bit more time yeah um so as you're as you're sort of like walking you two slow down considerably as you sort of like look at her face and just touch up anything that's visible to the outside world um and it slows you down for a little bit, but then after 10, 15 minutes, you, you finish doing all these touch-ups and you look and you go, yeah, that looks a lot more realistic and you think it's going to be a lot easier for her to maintain that disguise now as well. Perfect. Um, fantastic. Yes, yeah, so you guys continue walking. Did you want to... Was there anything else you guys wanted to do for your planning or scheming or are you happy for me to, um, to what, jump to what, what, what should I call you, Azua? Ah, uh, Paladin Stormfront. <laughs> Amazing. Uh... <laughs> okay. Did you say did you say Kaladin Stormfront? I said yeah, Kaladin Stormfront. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I'm not I'm not borrowing that name from anyone. Hmm. Sure. It's different enough. Just like I didn't borrow <laughs> Investiture and the three ROMs <laughs> previously from anyone. <laughs> Definitely not the same person. No, no. I love you, Brandon Sanderson, you're amazing. Uh, all hail Brandon. All hail the ultimate <laughs> fantasy writer. <laughs> Oh, we we will be doing I, I will say quick quick spoilers I am planning a Mistborn one shot um, using the Mistborn there's a Mistborn yes. D&D system yes. that you can do there it is there, uh, yep. I will be getting all my medals out and uh, so you can, the mist. you can play as um, an Allomancer, a Ferrochemist or someone who's had Hemalurgy done to them um, which opens you up to influence oh. from the dungeon master. <laughs> yes. So, um, Amazing. Yeah, we, we will definitely be doing that. I've just started looking at it and getting my head around it. I, I was planning that as a bit of an Easter surprise, but, um, I think we can announce it a little bit early cause that came up super organically. <laughs> so, um, yeah. As I fun. mentioned, all hail Brandon. All hail Brandon. <laughs> Very true. So you're yes, going to be, you're going to be Callum. Yep. Callum Stormbrook. Just steal the name, man. Slightly Just different. be Kaladin Stormblast, because yeah, that's Storm what we're going to call you. Well. <laughs> we're going to get it well. wrong. I even yeah. have a spear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That casts light, mate. That casts daylight. <laughs> it glows. <laughs> Amazing. Um, fantastic. Uh, so you've got, so we've got Midnight, Kaladin, um, Rogar, and... That's uh, just Talaric. I don't really have a name, but... Like, no one knows me, but it's fine. I remember a story 
an old story of a, uh, of a, a fun cat that used to get passed down in my family. I believe his name was was Garfield. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I was going to say I thought you were going to say Fargield, just as I could just swap it up a little bit. But no, I did consider it. <laughs> It's old enough that you have to have, we don't have copyright infringement anymore, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, the name Garfield's not copyrighted, otherwise we wouldn't have Simon and Garfunkel. Everyone calls him Simon and Garfield. He, 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 was a, he was a fun cat with a good attitude. He really likes lasagna. He really did. Who are you talking to, Little Larry? Hmm? Who are you talking to? Sorry, I'm, I, I was... I was uh, nice. <laughs> I was reminiscing about my childhood. But yes, Garfield is fine. Now that we've got our names, at dawn we plan. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, alrighty, so you guys continue on um, your journey across this uh, now sort of Arctic tundra landscape, less uh, frozen mountainside. You've now moved down towards a slightly more temperate climate. Um, the journey is difficult, but with the um, efforts you've made previously, you do find yourselves making good time. And as the sun begins to set uh, and the stars start arising in the sky and the twin moons um, above begin sort of rising on the horizon, um, you can see that there are a couple of spots available for you to camp. Um, if you were to stay out in the open along the tundra, you suspect probably the wind and cold is going to be a bit of an issue. If you camp yourselves underneath the trees, obviously you're going to have to contend with things like falling branches and stuff like that, but um, that's just classic camping underneath trees. Uh, otherwise, the snow line is not too far away. I think, Mira, you mentioned before about making an igloo. Um, another five, ten minutes walking and you'd be back in the snow and you could make an igloo conceivably if that's what you wanted to do. Definitely make an igloo with shape water. Okay, fantastic. You just like before even consulting the others, you just turn to start marching back towards the snow line. You're like, follow me. <laughs> well, this I'm is Mira's natural environment. This is where she was originally from. <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely. Uh, the other three of you, are you, do you follow? Do you? I'm gonna set up a tent next to her igloo because mm -hmm. well, the thing I want to do it won't work as well. Um, in her igloo it probably melted down <laughs> um to get a bit of warmth i'm gonna get like a piece of metal from my just trying to think of what i can use some i have two daggers mm -hmm. and i don't really ever use them i'm gonna set them so in my tent i'm gonna set them at either end away from the from not as they're not too close to the fabric that it's gonna like burn it but i'm gonna cast because we haven't done anything really like spell wise heat metal. i'm gonna do two first level spell slots mm -hmm. for heat metal and eat each dagger yep i'm gonna heat it up to like a really like hot temp and then once my spell ends i imagine the heat's still gonna go it's just gonna stay there right like i don't know it'll, how it'll it would work it'll rise to the top of the tent and then gradually um diffuse out yeah. through the fabric as it so, exchanges across the fabric with the outside air what i'll do is i'll only do one for now mm -hmm. and that's just to so while i'm in my tent i'm literally like got my own like bloody indoor heater yeah, um, basically, yeah. You're yeah. in, um... And then, yeah. once one starts to really get low, I'll just do it with the other one. Like, if we're doing a rest right now. Yeah, I, I assume that's what you guys are doing. Um, Mira, your igloo. Can I get you to make me a spell check? So just um, a d20 plus your proficiency plus your spell casting modifier. I just want to see how well you do at making this igloo. 
So yeah, I think you can just roll like a spell attack as well. That should do the exact, exact same thing. Oh, uh, yep, I'm just, here we go. 17. 17. Um, you expertly begin shaping water and freezing it, building across and building um, up and up and up until you've completed a a sort of like longhouse reminiscent igloo. Rather than being a perfect circle, you've actually created a slightly longer archway design um, that you think is going to be much more efficient for keeping the heat inside while um, protecting you from the wind and the cold. Um, as you enter in, the floor is frozen solid with packed ice, which is going to be a little bit more resistant to the melting of your bodies. Um, if you were to clear that away and on the gravel underneath, that's also an option to you. Wet, but like scale rot. Oh yes, that would be most comfortable. Um, fantastic. You guys partake of your rations. You can mark off um, one ration each for the whole day to travel, and you may all take a long rest. Hey! Oof, that's good. We got down to 20 hit points for no, that last fight. <laughs> Getting a bit spoopy. The next, spooked, morning, yeah. the next morning, the sun rises early on the mountainside, and you find yourselves awoken not too long after dawn by the sound of birdsong, these sort of beautiful, haunting melodies crying out across the canyons and echoing on the, uh, on the embankments. You emerge the next morning feeling refreshed, chilly but refreshed, and you continue making your way. After another two or three hours of walking, you find yourselves coming to the crest of a hill and nestled in a valley below you, you can see a town, a village. But what grabs your attention most of all as you reach this point is above, hidden amongst the clouds, half covered in dense fog, spires rise up in front of you, spires of a castle floating through the air the spires of Skyreach. And I think what I'll do is I'll chuck up I'll chuck up this image here for you. Uh, where are we? Oh, I don't have a really nice cute picture of um, Skyreach. That's a shame. Um, the best I've got is this one, which I will put up just because it's cool. Here we go. Oh, so it's built into yeah, the side cool. of a floating mountain, um, hovering Very above cool. the sky. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's awesome. And that is where we will wrap up for tonight. I think that's a really good spot to wrap yeah, it's good. on up. That seems to be a very appropriate point. So thank you so much, everybody, for joining us um, for episode 25. Holy shit. I did... Uh, like when when we started this project, uh, I I sort of saw it as being a bit of fun. I didn't really consider it as a um, incredible, like amazing joy that it has become for me. Um, so thank you so much, everybody. We may be having an extra person joining us next week. I'll keep you posted. We might have a guest character coming in who has done their own artwork in preparation for this. Um, That's so awesome. awesome. They're very excited, uh, and as should you be as well for their character. It's a it's a very fun character, I have to say. Um, thank you so much guys awesome awesome session i love i love your planning sessions they're so much fun because i get to sort of sit there and it gives me a bit of an idea about what you're thinking and what you're considering which helps me sort of shape things in the future to make it even more fun for you guys so that that is awesome i'm always happy for you guys to do uh cool planning sessions absolutely um but it yeah is, um it is pretty funny like to see that this sort of transpires into more of like a political intrigue 
sort of like campaign at the moment. Which oh is man, hilarious. I'm I'm so happy with that because I, I've said it a couple of times. Tyranny of Dragons is very railroady. It's a it's a campaign that does not give you as players a lot of freedom and as a dm it, it doesn't give me a lot of freedom either to muck around with it so that's why i've had such fun um changing this and 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 adapting the module to make it so much more enjoyable for you guys hopefully um and make it so much more interesting and so much more engaging in terms of story um so i, I hope you guys have been enjoying all the changes that i've made um yeah and, and turning it into a political intrigue oh i'm stoked if you guys do that i'm gonna be a very happy man <laughs> Uh, no, perfect well thank you so much everybody um stay safe we will see you all again super soon we will be back next wednesday um same time uh 6 30 brisbane time 7 30 melbourne sydney time um i think it's gmt plus 10 from memory um so yeah 6 30 gmt plus 10 so we'll see you guys then next so thanks so much stay safe and farewell all right thanks guys. guys have a good one see you later farewell